This is The Dose, and I'm your host, Mike Schwartz. Welcome to my playground. This is the place to play, a place to spark creativity, share some laughs, and challenge everything you thought you once knew. We're going to chat with some really inspiring people, people with stories, people that move the needle forward, shake shit up, and most importantly, people that have fun. These are just ordinary people doing extraordinary things. You can too. Everyone's a superhero. You just gotta find your power. Yo, welcome back to the show. This is The Dose. I'm your host, Mike Schwartz. And I've got an absolute marathon coming up uh, in the next three episodes here with a good buddy of mine from the Steel Mace community and also the uh, Enlifted Procabulary community. So we, we met online as, as we do nowadays. A uh, gentleman's name is Doug Piller and he's based out of San Diego. He operates uh, San Diego Steel Mace. Uh, he's also an Enlifted coach. He is also a U.S. Marine. Oh man, this guy is, uh, we, like I gotta tell you, we go to town, like it's a marathon, I gotta split this thing up. Um, in today's episode, we get into, uh, of course, the background of Doug, talk about his superpower a little bit, some coaching styles and variety, depending on what kind of person you are and how that, uh, it kind of, how it shapes how you learn. Uh, we also talk about wordsmithing and uh, and the day-to-day language that we're using and how easy it is to fall and slip and uh, and some different strategies uh, that we share um, with both coaches and uh, day-to-day activities in our own lives um, that have helped us uh, really get the actions uh, that we want out of our lives. Um, the biggest thing right near the end, you guys want to hang on uh, right to the end here, we start... Uh, talking about the impact that shit talking yourself has. I'm uh, guilty as charged myself. Um, kind of grew up in that environment, and um, it's it's amazing when you start treating yourself as you would your best friend or even your kids. If you got your kids, you'd, you'd never catch yourself saying some of the shit that you say to yourself to your your kids, your loved ones, uh, and so on and so forth. So before we get into today's episode, I also wanted to talk about something that's been coming up big for me. Um, talking about social support and the the need for having your friends and family. I was listening to a, uh, an audiobook um, uh, on opening up your life and, and really just owning it, right, day by day. And um, one of the points that was made was in order to actually make a profound movement and uh, some of the skills and the number one thing is a social community. Now, you got to remember, we're not islands. If you have uh, the ability to do something, you really truly believe in it and you have the means necessary to fulfill it, the last key ingredient to that magical recipe is having social support, okay? So get around a tribe, get around a vibe. If you guys need help with that, head to Mike the Schwartz. Dot com. We've got a great community called The Herd, a bunch of effing unicorns. All right, without further ado, this is the first episode of my chat with Doug Pillar. Here you go. Without a trace, right from outer space, we got the man who wields the mace. How the heck are you, dude? I'm, I'm awesome, man. Like my, uh, my heart like, is full, my, my cup is full. Um, this whole week has just been about 
connection and this yeah dude I'm, I'm happy to be here man yeah well i mean we've been talking a little offline here we'll probably spice some of that back in there such great conversation it sounds like the the past week was a uh like an absolute i don't know if it was like how, how would some somebody say it? it sounds like the light was found and grounding was happening and you're all zen and explain yeah. uh explain a little bit of the last week and then we'll get into the background yeah um definitely um a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of golden nuggets this weekend uh, myself and a couple of my peers who work in the um the wellness space uh, the enlifted the language work community specifically who are also track practitioners um we all attended a uh, uh a paul check event called zen in the garden um and for anybody who doesn't know what that is that's essentially it's an afternoon um well and more like a a short day um you uh you you're a guest at paul check's house uh and you you drive to hit to where he to where he lives in, uh, in here in california just outside of san diego and um you on the surface you're you're stacking rocks anybody who doesn't know paul check knows that he's really big into stacking rocks it's a meditation for him it's a workout for him it's a connection to nature um and in the process of lifting stones or being taught how to lift stones, um, you're learning lessons about nature. You're learning lessons about self, about consciousness, um, and about energy. Because again, it, Zen in the garden. So there, are, it's a very um, there's a lot of tangential conversations, which are amazing. Anybody who knows Paul Check knows that um, listening to that man talk is always educational and always enlightening. So it was a great day, you know. Um, Imagine being around, you know, three to 400 pound boulders, everyone's barefoot, yeah. you know, and we're just being in a very mindful space. You're stacking rocks, which is something very primal, which is awesome. And um, yeah, and when we weren't doing that, I was staying in a house with a whole bunch of other just rad, rad people who were who were light workers and um, people who were very, you know, uh, who were uh, coaches in their own right leaders right yeah, yeah and uh just sharing gifts and the bonds of brotherhood were yeah. uh were, were made this weekend and i came away with some very some new uh, some very new very close friends well you and i are uh our new new pals and uh for the folks listening here um I want to dive a little bit into the into the background now you mentioned light work um you're you're a mace wielding monster which is like one of the the coolest things i think i have yet to try so as soon as i get down to san diego you're you're going to be my practitioner <laughs> on that please um but you've got a big background too we share the czech academy we we share the uh, the practitioner side of that and uh yeah. and paul and i we I, I mean i thought i i i think i just telling you this last week too it's like the moment Paul Check hugged me, I thought, okay, cool. Life is good. We're set, yeah. right? And is that <laughs> is that powerful? I can't even imagine being out in, in his backyard just moving rocks, man. That sounds amazing. So for the folks at home, give us a little bit of the background and how you originally got into uh, into the wellness space. Um well um I was in the uh, I was in the US Marine Corps for 19 years. Um and uh well a lot many of uh the last few were not uh, were spent in the reserves but many of those were on active duty um and um 
a while back I transitioned as I was transitioning out of the military into the reserves and making my obligations and my my and my my commitment uh, reduced. I used it as an opportunity to grow you know, my uh, to grow a life outside of the military. And what I landed on was fitness. Um, personal training um, got into the CrossFit community. Um, you know, uh, was affiliated with and uh, and helps to operate one of the one of the the, the larger, uh, more successful gyms here in San Diego. Uh, um, remembered as Power Keg CrossFit, um, um, and uh, like that that gym has since has since shut down for you know for reasons that were essentially act of God. Um, and uh, yeah, I've always been I've always had a uh, a touch point with the with the coaching community. So like through the through that fitness community that I was in for you know many years is where I'm started to meet other people who were you know were influencers. Um, I'm trying to make this as concise as possible. So um, the, the I'll tell it I'll tell it this way. When my body started to break down um, from constantly beating the shit out of it in CrossFit gyms, I got into yoga. Mm-hmm. yoga got me into meditation that got me into kundalini and breath work mm-hmm. um and while the seeds of that were planted i executed my last deployment um and i was in an environment where i was doing a lot of um, work that was underwater um so got really into uh, both scuba diving and free diving in my spare time mm-hmm. and was looking for ways to increase my breath hold right um discovered Wim Hof, um, which is <laughs> not an effective technique for, for, uh, for, for, uh, for, for deep diving or for free diving, but it was, to me, I thought it was fascinating. Yeah. Um, I, I recognized the name he had been on Joe Rogan. And of course, just knowing that this guy was doing the things he was doing, um, ostensibly just from manipulating the oxygen content of his own, uh, of his blood and like, you know, controlling his central nervous system. I was like, well, that's, fucking rad i want to know how to do right um so pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah so um basically this guy's a fucking x-man and i want to learn how to do that right um so yeah i i, I came i uh i came back and um off of that deployment and um yeah it was it was uh like started you know the um, getting people together uh, to, you know, who wanted to, to practice that, finding people who were over, who were over receiving. And again, I was doing all of this based off of like YouTube videos that I was watching and um, like books that I was reading and I was just getting people together to do it. And um, yeah, it's, that was, you know, that, that uh, I did that for, uh, for a bit. Um, it was really just as a, just as a passion project. Um, so I'm trying to think when around and, and a, a few years went went like that, you know. Um, you know, again, having not uh, having the gym that I was uh, that I was operating shut down, um, and not having a place to, I was in this. I was in coaching limbo, yep. right? Um, you know, uh, working a nine to five. You know, because again, transitioning out of the military, I was working for the. I'm, I'm still working for the U.S. government, um, and uh, coaching on my own time, right? And getting deeper into this space meeting people and trying new things and attending events and networking and um that's how i ended up getting involved in um uh the so okay so (laughs) 
this is already taking way too long, right? So in 2000, <laughs> in, 2000, in, in 2018, I answered an email, right? Or I, 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 I think I typed something into like an Instagram story, just a response like, hey, are you ready to get out of your own way? Are you tired of getting out of your own way? Or like, what do you, you know, what, what are three things you can do right now? You know, do you want to finally like, you know, change your life? Um, that ended up being <clears throat> an invitation or like a, again, like a canvas, uh, a canvassing thing for a something for a a training program called training camp for the soul um so anybody who's not familiar with that like check out training for the soul uh, .com. um it's uh it's uh, owned and operated by uh a beautiful human being named Anapuri. um and um she's partnered with uh, with a dude named chris marhefka and what Sorry, they what was her name hmm? what, was, what was her name what was not Paris? Not Paris. Okay, perfect. A not. You did okay. Um, yeah, you you did the robot thing just as you were saying her name, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, <"Bzz."> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. Anat yeah. All right. So Paris, okay. <clears throat> I'll prepare that soundbite again. So uh, yeah, anybody who's who's not familiar with Training Camp for the Soul, go ahead and check out trainingforthesoul.com. They're on Instagram. Um, it's owned and operated by um, a beautiful human being named Anat Paris. Um, and she's partnered up with a good friend of mine whose name is Chris Marhefka. And that, I signed up for that, um, like pay, paid the fee, went, went away on what I knew, what I imagined, what I knew was going to be a five-day retreat. And with no, ex, with no expectations or any idea what I was walking into. And essentially got my, got my, my soul rocked. It was, um, it was, it was, yeah. So that was like the, that was me like, popping like the lid off of this box it's like okay like now we're now i'm in this um like really like starting to like go into the garden of like my of my 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 soul right like my ego and like my all like these you know my stories my limiting beliefs yeah. and just start pulling and just start pulling weeds out of that garden right and um and sometimes that can be really really difficult and that can be traumatic and you know um i was aware you know in a very you're in a safe container but like it was uh it was awesome man i, I got myself like taken them apart and put back together again and um you know now it's like okay now go integrate <laughs> yeah. oh, man. um crazy. it was uh yeah so that so that was um that was like a like a real tipping point for me um in terms of like okay well it, i've been doing all of this stuff that's been um I would say external, you know, like uh, strength and conditioning, like a manipulation of the body. Like I was getting, I was working a little bit in the inner space because I was working in breath, you know, and again, when you're doing breath work and you're doing like a lot of that intense work, like you can't help but pay attention to what's going on in here, right? Um, but this was, okay, well, now that, you know, now that I know how to drop into my body, right, get out of my head and into my body, now what work can I do while I'm in there? Mm, yeah. And um, yeah, so and uh yeah like so it, that there was this shift in terms of like how i wanted to you know how i wanted to 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 begin to help to do that for people right how do i take the lessons that i've learned there you know uh that i've done on myself and begin to work uh, with other people this is before i got into any sort of story work right right um so when i discovered go ahead oh yeah i was just gonna say because it's 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 such it's a wild ride because we're talking like marine corps like yeah. out of out of everything, I thought my story going into like the the woo woo, as I say, right, going into the woo woo land was like, Ooh, right. I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm a bro hockey player, but no, we're talking like Marine Corps. You guys are renowned for being badass motherfuckers. So it's like, 
I am a badass motherfucker. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's just like just, but that's what I mean. I'm like, okay, so we go there, and now we're talking like five minutes ago. We're like, yeah, we're we're bro, we're going deployed. We're we're working for the U.S. government. Like the logistics to make that kind of a transition for the folks that like trying to piece this together. We go okay, from like yeah. as macho as we can into now the breath work and now into story work. Whoa, wait a minute. Hmm. Why? Okay. Why? Why? <laughs> I, uh, I, I, you know what? I appreciate you bringing me back on track because that's a very, very important part of the story that I left out. Um, I was, I'll say it, right? I was all kinds of fucked up coming out of the military. Um, you know, having deployed as many times as I did to the places that I did and done the things that I did while I was out there. Um, yeah, that, that leaves a mark. It changes a person. And, um, you know, also, I mean, I have, I have a whole other tangent that I can go off on about how the military is a false rite of passage into, into, into what we would refer to as the, um, the mature masculine space right yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> you know like that so you think oh i'm a marine i can handle anything and then you find out no no you can't and really what happened with what, what the the hard the hard you know stone to turn is that the thing that you're the thing that you're most incapable of handling mm -hmm. is yourself mm. right mm -hmm. and it's very very easy to externalize stuff so um yeah i was having issues with ptsd and panic disorder and all sorts of i was fucked up man like i was and then on top of that you know being thrust back into the into the civilian world and having to deal with things like living in scarcity mm -hmm. for the first time ever and like all the stress that 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 can can bring about and um yeah, I would go to a yoga class, you know, where I would go to, where I would do some breath work, and I found out that I can, I can, I can disrupt that pattern, right? I can disrupt that pattern through breath work, um, through breath work, and and cold cold baths specifically. Um, I figured out that you are mimicking the metabolic patterns, the neurological patterns that are firing when you're having a panic attack, yeah. right? And if yeah. you can train, if if you can train yourself to um to calm the central nervous system right the body the body's telling your brain get us the hell out of here yeah. right your 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 consciousness like your your higher higher brain right can say no 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 we're gonna relax here and we're gonna find a smile right um yeah people want to stay in the ice for 10 15 minutes and just just go macho that's awesome but the real training happens in the first 10 seconds yeah right yeah absolutely. so um, so that's what got me into this space, like my own healing, my own path to healing. Um, and uh, like, as soon as I figured out that like, okay, well, I'm doing better, or I'm thinking better, or I'm speaking better. It's like, well, you know, the natural tendency for me has always been to turn around, right? Reach back and grab a hold of somebody who's a few steps behind, like get up here with me, right? And then another person, right? And then another person. And um, that's that's uh I don't, know. I don't know i negation acknowledge i don't know if that's something that the marine corps taught me or if i've just always been a leader it i think it's a little bit of both because i was as soon as you were doing that and then i clicked in just as i was thinking i was like oh you're building an army oh wait a minute you're a marine corps hmm. <laughs> i think it's a little bit of both but like honestly yeah you, you're you're a guy that wants to bring everybody else up there to experience that at the same time because you know what it yeah. does for you and and even off air, we were talking about when you when you've got people coming in uh, to your space and trying this shit out, like how yeah. wild is that? I, that's 
I, I don't care what I do for the rest of my life. I know I'll, I'll it, always educate if I'm playing music, if I'm playing with kettlebells, if I'm mm-hmm. teaching people how to skate. It's not about yeah. the act. It's about the boom. You see that light bulb go off. You, you see them radically change and you're just like, fuck, I did it. That's the coolest yeah. feeling in the world. And now you're a part of them becoming a better yeah. person to show up for everybody else in their lives. Right. right? So it's like, what does what what that say about you? What does that say about me? Well, what I was going to say is that makes you a coach, my friend. Ah, oh, yeah, that part, yeah. That's, that makes you a coach to yeah, the yeah. core. Yeah, to the I'm, core, and it makes you a coach, right? I'm, I'm definitely, yeah, I, I feel that. And I feel like we share that, though, because that's the same kind of thing, is that that's that leader. That's that, I mean, uh, who was it? I was listening to something a couple of weeks back. It was a podcast, someone, oh, it might have been, like, somebody is, like, Steve Harvey or someone, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he was like, you know, people are terrified about being the leader because what if I make a mistake and everybody like, what if I make the wrong choice? It's way worse to be the follower because you're suspect to whatever is on top. You have no control. So those that are working in corporations right now, not entrepreneurs that have to like, oh, sorry, it's the holidays. We're going to have to cut you. What are you talking about? My family needs to eat well that's not the way it is right now we have to cut like three quarters of the the company because it's you know yeah. covid sorry i would much rather be a freaking leader right where i can control my destiny a little yeah. bit more right um, that's that's just maybe do you share that is that the same I, feeling for you yeah I, I do i was talking to um i was talking to somebody who i work um in my uh in my my clark kent job with i call it my clark kent job um <laughs> I love that. So about how uh we'll come about, back to that too we'll come back to that Oh yeah, like, you gotta come back to that. Um, yeah, for sure, man. Like, then he was saying um, we were talking about leadership. We were having a conversation about leadership, and he was talking about uh, like this uh, this company like lost one of the major contracts and did everything they possibly could to not have to lay anybody off. And um, what they did was, um, oh no, no, he was telling a story about, I believe it was some some large multi million dollar company that basically just builds things. Um, whose name i can't remember right but he was all about people and when the recession hit or he lost some kind of contract (laughs) i'm sorry quarantine they did everything they possibly could not to lay anybody off and um in addition to implementing like a like a a mandatory furlough thing um it was it was the, the philosophy was well we should all suffer a little than any one person suffers a lot right and like people who didn't need the furlough were trading it with people who did and ended up being this really really cool thing but the ceo was in a place because he was a leader right he put he was in a position where he went without a salary for a year and a half amazing right like that's right so so then it's so then it wasn't a quarantine story but like he, he went without a salary for a year and a half because and again just by virtue of being in the leader being able to do that it's like you know we're gonna we're gonna make this we're gonna make this work yeah um Wow. Yeah. So I, 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 I do share that. And, um, you know, on a, on a micro scale, I've heard people say that even being one step ahead of somebody on a path towards a goal makes you a leader. Yeah. Oh, for even sure. one step, even yeah. one step, you know, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and more often like the one step that you're able to provide is like the one that they need. Oh, for right? sure. Like, right. Um, and you, you can just, oh, yeah. you can, yeah, you can just like help them get to that point one step quicker. Like that's, that's essentially what 
I, I think I've built my career on making mistakes. <laughs> yeah. I'm the guy that I'm like, yeah, I'll take the fall. Amazing. Right. I love it. Like it, it doesn't like, I have so much humility. You cannot, I'm the guy that you're never going to embarrass me public. Like humility. I find is so it's, it's a win or learn for me. It's like, it's okay, cool. I fucked up. That's, that's good. I'm good with that. I can go to sleep right now. I'm yeah. Good. Perfect. Let's wake up tomorrow and no stress, man. I'm good. And yeah, if you can share that with somebody and even that quality, people see that in myself, I'm sure you get it the same, but yeah. when people see that, they're just, that inspires somebody to make that jump and then, and then just yeah. make that next move because yeah, you're one step ahead, but they're now being taught to fish, not just given the fish. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And then in doing, and then in doing so you're both elevated. Absolutely. Yeah. That rising yeah. tide thing, man. Oh, so great. I wanted to come back to the, you said the Clark can't think because it's, it's so funny. You say that so I, I was thinking you as Superman anyway. So what, what quality do you see is in your Superman role? Like what is your superpower? Hmm. Um, what is my secret superpower? Um, hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, I have a few, um, but the uh, the one that I that uh, I guess like sounds the coolest, right? Um, and no, this is all right. I uh, I can see and recognize patterns. I see and recognize patterns everywhere. Cool. Everywhere, um, whether that's in you know in in nature or in like in processes, um, in, you know, in things like in, in things like teams of people, whether they're working in kitchens or garages or in combat, I can see and recognize patterns. Um, and I see and recognize patterns in people as well, right? Um, it's, it's, sometimes, it's, sometimes it's easier than to recognize it in people because I've, I've, I've executed those patterns, right? Yeah, yeah. My secret superpower is being able to, to adapt to them and assimilate quickly. It also it provides me the superpower to disrupt those patterns and then to implement new ones, right? So uh, my buddy Brooks Meadows, I told him, he asked me the same question. And I told him, that's my superpower. He said, dude, you're a shapeshifter. Yeah. You are a shapeshifter. Absolutely. So yeah. Boom. Boom. There you go. <laughs> right. So you're an X-Man um, as well. That's, that's uh, all it is. Yeah. It's another, like, another, go ahead. I was going to say like the, the chameleon to the next level, dude. Like that's, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Another way, another way to say it, right. In not so lyrical terms is I grow wherever I'm planted. Yeah. Right. Drop me into a situation where I, where I know nothing yeah. and I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll figure it out. And, and you um, seem to kind of like that as well. That's kind of a challenge that you, you've really grown to, to embrace I can feel it. Yeah. When I, uh, so, um, now again, this is, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get into some of my story as well. Things that I've hung my identity on like, pr like prior to this. Um, but if you, I've read a lot about my personality types. I've read a lot about, you know, if you, if you put any stock in astrology or, uh, or Enneagrams or, uh, MBTI, like Myers-Briggs, yep. um, my personality type is the kind that's a jack of all trades, Cool. right? So I have many, many skills, many, many talents, many things that I'm passionate about. Right. Yep. Um, so when I meet somebody who knows a metric fuck ton about one thing, Mm -hmm. That person is unbelievably attractive to me, but like, teach me something, right? Teach me something that I don't know yet, right? Um, like, and to show me how deep that rabbit hole goes, you know, like, it, again, it could be a chef, it could be, you know, um, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, anything. 
Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that, that, that shit makes me come alive, man. When I'm, when I'm around, like in, in areas where I know nothing, I call it being a white belt, right? A constant student. Yeah. Um, very, I, very, share, very... I share, I share, share, yeah. share. I think, um, uh, in ENTJ, I think you are, I think. Yeah. Is that, what is, is that, uh, man, I, I don't remember if it was, uh, so extroverted, intuitive thinking, judging. That's right. About right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I, again, I, I haven't got a friend of mine is going through an MBTI certification. She could probably speak yeah. more about it, but, right. um, um, so I am, uh, I am an ENFP, yeah. which is, um, that's again, extroverted, uh, intuitive feeling perceiving. Right. right. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, there's like, um, so for example, one of the most famous ENFPs is Robin Williams. Right, 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 right. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so in the, and then I'm also a, a June baby, so Gemini. Oh, yeah. um, very, uh, very, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an air sign, so I'm very... Uh, up there, right? up in the clouds. Which is what, which is funny, I had, a, I had a breakthrough yesterday. I was talking to somebody about air sign versus earth sign versus fire, you know, uh, yeah. versus water. And... Um, was just sort of like, you know, just thinking to myself as I was like, I think I was copying and pasting, like, you know, something to send like to her about, about this. And I realized I'm like, Hmm, I'm an air sign. I wonder if that's why I so attracted to like exercises, techniques, even like medicines that are very grounding in nature. Yeah. Right. I like to be grounded because I'm always up here. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I tend to be tr attracted towards people like, ENTJs who are very, very grounded, uh, very grounded people. Um, so um, interesting. Of course. <laughs> so cool. Well, what's also cool is that if you are a true EN, you say ENTJ? I think it was, a, I might be right. wrong about the J, but I'll, I'll double yeah. check because I'll, I'll fact check that. It's okay. I, it was a little but, while ago. So yeah. But go yeah. Ahead. But what I was, but the point is like, you know, if you do, if you do your, uh, if you do your pairings, as soon as you finish one of those things, they tell you like who you're paired up with, right? Yeah. Um, you and I are actually like designed at a fundamental level to trigger the fuck out of each other. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Yeah. Well, it doesn't help either because I'm a fucking Pisces. So <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, Pisces and Gemini, just they, they, they butt heads too, man. I've, 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 one, I of my, one of my most like toxic exes was a Pisces, man. <sighs> right? Uh, um, the Pisces can be just, <laughs> holy fuck nothing matters but i'm, I'm a grounded pisces <laughs> yeah well i mean that's i mean um you know not hanging anything on gender but like you know you're 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 i'm, I'm getting some very strong masculine from you uh and also you're not you're not 18 exactly right not so, anymore not anymore right i'm actually i'm going on four i'm going on four i've I'm a, I've, I've promised myself i'll only grow old and never grow up Right. There you go. So that's, there you go. that's a good policy to live by. Dude, um, there's, there's so much we can go into on this. I'm, uh, yeah, really, I'm um, fascinated, man. I'm fascinated. So, I mean, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll say this one last thing. I think, um, uh, just, and this is just, this is on the military, uh, about the military piece. Um, the one thing that I, that I discovered that I was very resistant to that now I'm embracing and even leveraging, um, is, you know, the fact that I, that I was a Marine, that I am, you know, I, well, I'm always a Marine, right? Um, and that I was, uh, you know, I wasn't, um, I wasn't always a, 
a ground pounder. I rose to some, you know, to some standing like in, in that organization. And the idea that I could use the the patina of authority and legitimacy that comes along with with carrying that right on my chest um, as a way to break down doors. Um, it's like, well, if a Marine major is saying all this woo-woo stuff to me, then maybe I should, maybe there's something to it, right? Um, so yeah, that was my, uh, what are you, what, I'm interested in this. What are your thoughts on, uh, on Jocko? Willing. <laughs> how, how bro is that? How accurate is that in the, uh, um, world of the, you're talking to a Canadian kid. I don't know this shit. I got you. Well, you know, Jocko's here in San Diego too. Yeah. Um, and, um, so, you know, Jocko's a Navy SEAL. Navy SEALs are a very interesting, unique breed. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's funny, like, I know that there are two very, very different people, but I, I, I tend to consider people like Jocko Willink in the same way that I regard, um, David Goggins. Okay. It's like, okay, I got it. Like you are one of the most mentally tough and, you know, like mother scratchers out there, like you were, there, there's just no breaking you whatsoever. And that's something that was in you. I believe it was in you before the Navy SEALs brought it out of you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, like I love that, you know, that you guys are like able to, to take that and channel it and focus it and do these amazing things with your life. But, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to get out of bed and get to work on time, man. Like, right. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's fucking you know, extreme, man. Like, I, he's, I he's extreme. Now, no, hey, that, that's, that's not to say negation acknowledged. That's not to say that things he's saying don't aren't true and don't land. Some people respond very, very well to that jarring sort of like, you know, oh, yeah. like no one's coming to save you, bro get up and do the work you know that's it, it, true it makes sense there are days that's where my my pisces comes in and there are days where i need that and there are days where i definitely do not negation yeah acknowledge do not yeah, need that right? i just i will not respond at all now that's yeah. also interesting that we keep on going back to that because that was a, a thing of a, a mutual friend of ours there uh, mark england and vocabulary and enlisted and all of that we got to touch on this because how profound has your story work been on not only your coaching roles but in your day-to-day -day and how you show up to other people <laughs> right can we get into that this, uh, is, absolutely. this is my favorite absolutely. this is my favorite Ab stuff absolutely man and um uh yeah this is this is uh, this is this is the good stuff man yeah. once i understood and again, it's, it's not, it, it, it's not, we're not psychologists. We're not therapists. We're not brain surgeons. Right. We just learned like, it's almost like, it's almost like math. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you learn, you learn how sentences are, you know, you learn a few key things about the way language works. And I mean, I, I you know, I like, I have two versions of this story in my head where like Mark and Adam Chin, who's Mark, that's Mark and Wood's partner, Adam Chin. Um, they stumbled onto this by accident. Right. Like just whatever, you know, I, I mean, then again, I know that there's probably like hours and hours of research that were done before anybody even heard the term vocabulary that you and I will never know about unless we ask, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then there's another version where it's like they knew what they were doing the whole time, but they were just trying to figure out a way to to, to teach it to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, neither one would surprise me. Be but the reason why the surprise story exists is because of what happened the first time I ever did it or had it done to me. Right. It's like you write, you say something out loud. Someone said, tells you to stop and repeat it and then repeat it a little bit slower and then helps you to change the energy of what you're saying to make it more true, 
and useful, right? And what you end up having are these breakthroughs. Um, you know, I've seen, you know, uh, I've seen on, you know, on unlifted calls and like in, you know, sessions being done to other people, you know, you're not one of the reasons why, you know, it's, I'll get into like the, 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 the how of that in a minute, but, you know, you're wordsmithing them and you're doing these, what, what Mark calls mystical translations to go ahead and basically change the, the energy that's running through limiting beliefs and, um, you know, that's the real getting out of your own way. You realize that you've created this bullshit story about, about what it is that you're, that that's, you know, creating pain or suffering in your life. Right. And, um, you just watch people have these breakthroughs. People cry, people get like, you know, people get into these, like people break down. Um, one of my favorite moments, and if I'm going too deep too soon, no. like, let me know, I can, Dude, I can, I can get back. Um, one of my one of my favorite moments on the on the lifted calls um because mark runs everything off of a google doc okay so it used to be like you know he's sitting with you or he's coaching you as you write things so like it's very very powerful as you write these things out but there's something magical that happens when you're just reading off a document and someone else is typing it for you and what i mean is there's something powerful in when you finally have made that translation of what this person really means when they said what they said before, right? Um, where you're allowing the person who needs to say it to say it first, yeah. right? If I write this and I say, okay, for example, if you say, you know, uh, what happens uh, if I fail? And then I tell you, take out the if and turn that to when. It's like, I've already kind of said it a little bit. But instead, if I type it on a document, you can see, and then I say, say that, right? So much more powerful. I can believe right. it. The, oh, I, the I ma- feel the it ma- Right. The magic, the magic happens, right? When you, when you've noticed, and usually when I went, so that's, that's, that's a grounder. That's day one, right? Like what happens if I fail? What happens when I fail, right? We're talking about some core stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. The magic happens when Mark writes it. And before he even says say that or after he says say that you see the person who's about to say it see it and then they realize what they're about to say for the first time in their lives and you just watch their expression change you watch their body language change and they go right like you know like i you know like one of my favorite ones um it was uh oh man i don't want i don't want to butcher this but what she finally came to was, I brought me home, right? Ooh. And again, out of contact, out of context, that that that's not landing the right way. But it was like, um, fucking landed on you know, me, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> Jesus. I, I brought I brought me home, right? Wow. Take a deep breath and say that again. Say it louder. Say put some bass in it, right? Like get it out of here in your head voice. You're a musician. Yeah, yeah. Get it out of your head oh, voice yeah. and put it in, yeah. put it into your chest voice, right? Yeah. Say that, and then and then I love then then I love the follow on questions. Have you ever said that sentence before in your life? No, good. I've never heard anybody say that sentence before in their life. Like you know what I mean? And it's all just taken off of what this person said that was self deprecating or that was limiting or that was you know this. <clears throat> you're you're a coach, right? Um, mm-hmm. And this will transition into the thing that I, that I was smiling about when you asked this question, which is, um, I've taken that little science experiment or that little that little sort of like awesome, cool little language nerd moment, mm-hmm. and I've put that into, I'll be in line at the grocery store, or I'll be like out at a restaurant, 
like talking to a, like talking to my server right yeah. and i love i love doing it right and you know sometimes it land sometimes it doesn't land but more often than not it does yeah um and i've started uh you know um depending on like who i'm talking to or like you know it's not like i'm playing games but what i'm doing is i'm i'm i find myself getting in reps absolutely um, i was just gonna say it's practice it's absolutely yeah, I'm getting in reps all the time yeah and um yeah it's um so uh, yeah, it, uh, it's 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 pretty, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. So yeah, so the answer to your question is I do it everywhere now. Yeah, it's hard I do it not everywhere. to see it. It's it's really hard. I notice that now is that I have to catch myself sometimes when I realize I'm saying something um, to someone who really needs a lot of story work, like yeah. just a lot, yeah. like a real scarcity mindset, a real shitty upbringing that just nothing was their fault at all. You just don't know what you don't know. Right. And they're yeah. not really at the level where they want to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like you'll, you'll say that and it won't land, but it'll also piss them off. You know, have you been yeah. have you met those people? They're like, why do you always um, have to correct me? I'm like, I'm not, I'm just, Okay. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll reel that one back in. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's why Mark, I mean, you'll get to a point where like, you know, I'm sure you've already heard him say it, but like, keep your breath low and slow. Right. If this, per if this person's having a breakthrough, if they're having like a swell up of emotions, if they're starting to like, you know, come a little unglued, just keep your breath low and slow. Um, because that's going to help them to, that's going to help to, keep that container of safety alive right because you become this rooted you know person if you ever watch mark coach he just kind of sits back in his chair and goes like this yep like that's all you know um and it's powerful it's powerful yeah because it's, um, it's not jumping in there and like trying to, it's it's letting the people do the actual goddamn work yeah. you know like yeah. every, everybody on the other side of that call has to do the work yeah you gotta put your reps in so it's, it's awesome to hear you do that like out in in the street man that's so cool because oh, i yeah. i find myself i'm i'm not i'm not there yet i don't have my enlifted but i've taken a lot of the actual courses into um so i've done both the the, the self-practice enlifted course i've also done this vocabulary like countless times since yeah well you know it's dude, that's that's foundation you can you could build an entire practice just off of that um, and yeah. I, it, it shows up so often. Like I actually, now this is the best part. This, I had a, a client, I could share this right now too, is that my client right before our, our call here, she's like, sorry, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm running late. She was five behind. I was like, um, we're going to reframe that. Take that story back. She jumps on the call five minutes later. She's like, thank you so much for your patience. I was like, That's better. That's way better. So when yeah. you can, when you can profoundly, and people are doing it in their other lives, and you can see the work that it does, because they're not, because when we apologize for everything, it, it it degrades our value. You know what I mean? Like we're apologizing. You don't actually feel so. Like I, I actually question people. I'm like, are you actually feeling like, yeah, really torn Dude. up about this? <laughs> I mean, no. I'm like, why are you saying I mean, that? I I'm not, I'm not claiming this is mine, no. but, um, but I, but I couldn't tell you who, who did say it. And basically it's like, would you talk to any of your friends the way you talk to yourself when you're having like something, something goes, you know, something goes wrong. Oh, yeah. Right. Or like you fail or you fuck up it can, or, or something where they're like, and it's like, if somebody else messed up, would you dare or like, would you have like, you know, would you talk, would you ever talk to anybody like that the way you talk to yourself? Right. 
and people talk massive, insane amounts of shit, um, like to themselves. And it's always through this patina of um, like self-deprecating humor or like, you know, it's, uh, it's supposed it's to be like, and you know, yeah. Like, I'm you just know, joking. Fucking joke oh, about that. Dude, like, <laughs> and, like, like, so I'll get vulnerable for a second. One of my, one of my running narratives, right. I would mess something up, you know, cause you know, I've had all kinds of like, like major failures or, you know, maybe not major, but they were major to me. Right. Um, or like, you know, usually when it's public too. And so, right. Um, but like, I have like one of my narratives, like, oh dude, just fucking like, and it's like, you say it like almost like, like laughing. Cause you know, people are listening. You go, dude, just fucking kill yourself. You know, like, oh, oh I want to wow. fucking die. Or like, oh, I want to fucking die right now. Like, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's, and you, and you say, like, you heard people say that. But like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Like, and like, you know, like, and it's like, oh, like, and like, like, that's how you're trying to convey through humor how, how much of, how much, how, how it's landing. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, oh, you know, like, oh, oh I just want to fucking die right now. Like, I can't take any more of this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Would you have... ever tell, would you ever tell your friend, uh, you should probably just kill yourself. Fucking kill yourself. Yeah, just kill yourself. You know. So yeah. realizing that I was talking shit to myself, it's like mm. okay, yeah, like that was that was the, that, that was, was kind of the moment. Hey, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, because I, yeah. I shared the same thing. I I grew up in a in a scarce home, right? Everything there was never enough. I and and the victim language is is still like. Oh, the guilt, the victim language, the can't, the, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm not there. I'm not, oh, no, you either pick yeah. it up or you don't pick it up. There is no try. Yeah. There is no nothing. Like I, I have a very different mindset on that, but I'm also the only one that's really gotten out of that world. Right. And that was yeah. why I had that drive. I'm like, I need to get out. I don't know why, but I need to go to the other side of the world. <laughs> I'm going to go to yeah. Australia. This, yeah. right? And, and I was always looking and everybody around was thinking, Oh, escapism. This is a Pisces thing. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, nah, it's me just trying to find my myself. No, it's, a, it, my it, tribe. it's it. No, it's a it's a mat it's a mat thing. Yeah, right. Like it's like, like I just gotta go. I'm I'm like, I gotta get the f out. I gotta go find that 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 uh -huh. grounding. But the minute that you, my running narrative was, I'm uh, I'm the starving musician, the poor, scarce. Uh, oh poor woe is me feel sorry for me you know because i can't afford these things and i'd get handouts and i i was a charity case for a while you know what i mean and yeah. i was okay with that i don't know why and then breakthrough happens and i open myself up and the thing that actually made it, it was actually pretty recent where the final kind of last step came through on on abundance is that i realized from a dear friend of mine misha hall she just accept the fucking coffee. That's the Tarantino. I was like, oh, oh. And that moment I was like, oh fuck, I've been doing that all my life. I was never accepting gifts. So mm. this thing, there's this thing, you can work as hard as you want. Okay. And I really truly believe this. And I believe this comes from Proctor or one of those like wicked higher level thinkers of, of prosperity. And it's like the universe will give you exactly what you want when you're ready to take it doesn't matter how hard you work for it. doesn't matter how mm. much you want it. If you're unwilling to mm. accept that gift, holy fuck, mm -hmm. the universe isn't going to give it to you. So the moment that I, it, it happened in Melbourne, she's like, I'm getting a coffee. Do you want a coffee? And she looked at me because I was about to say, no, I'm good. Because like, no, I'm, I would Except like a coffee. So just 
except the fucking coffee. Yeah, it's a coffee. Christ's sake. Oh, man. So, and that's what, like, oh, okay, cool. And now I'm in my most abundant part of my life. And and I'm not doing really anything differently. Boom. All right, guys. That was a good spot to uh, launch off. Again, I'm not Joe Rogan. We don't have to do a uh, four-hour marathon session here. Uh, Stay tuned later this week for part two of my conversation with Doug Piller. Uh, where we dive more into the uh, the language and how you know um, how the the words that you choose to use can play a huge role in not only your life but others around you. All right, so stay tuned. You won't want to miss that one. For anything else, guys, you know where to find me, MikeTheSchwartz.com. Again, join the community in there. We've got a tribe. We've got a Facebook group where uh, we share. Lots of great literature and uh, lifestyle hacks on how to become the best version of yourself. So if you enjoyed the show, please head on over to Spotify or Apple or whatever platform you are using and rate and review. Share this one out with someone you care about. All right. Till next time, guys. You stay sweet. Peace.